Somos muchos, no somos pocos, pero estamos todos locos. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Pocos Pero Locos. Uh, today we have our good friend and co-founder, uh, Juan. What's going on, Juan? What's up, y'all? How are you? Nice to be back. And we have two really good friends, uh, part of the crew, Tailgate crew, the supporter group. Uh, we have Steve from the Hooligans. What up, Steve? What's happening? What's happening? How y'all doing? We have John. John, how are you, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Doing well. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Uh, today we are in line 51, so there could be a bit of noise in the background. Um, I think there's a baby shower going on and just music and people hanging out. Salt and pepper playing right now. That's quite a pick, a baby shower at a brewery. I mean, Hey, man. <laughs> I mean, not Some things down you just don't want to let go, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, then again, for us... I'd like uh, my baby shower to be at a freaking brewery, you know? Shit. Yeah. My dad uh, well, telling me stories about how him and his friends got hammered at the brewery or yeah. something like that. What, what? Why am I even saying that? Because, I mean, fucking baby showers for Mexicans, there's fucking more alcohol than anything, you <laughs> That's know? True. Like, <laughs> that's true. That's <laughs> true. More alcohol than gifts for the baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are at line 51, and we wish we would be talking about our playoff game today mm -hmm. but unfortunately uh we are out of it the roots did not make it after falling what was the score two one two to one Fucking two cares. to one el paso. yeah yeah versus el paso um disappointing right we all kind of just mm. briefly talked about it a little bit um i'm a little bit disappointed uh how do you guys feel about it we'll start with steve how do you feel about it oh man it's just it's just a complete fall from from grace i mean like we were we were riding such a high in the middle of the season you know like third place we were like okay we might get you know our home playoff game that yeah, we always yeah. wanted that we were expecting to have and then i don't know what happened dude like i'm not sure if like somebody just got into it with another person or you know I, Honestly, I feel like it's a it's something from the top to the bottom where by by me saying that meaning like front office to the coaching staff to the players like there's something off that happened in this team to make us go from third oh. to 10th with nine game unwinning streak. You know, no, no, no wins. We had what, two ties, three ties. Yeah. Um, Having won the game lost. since August, bro. August yeah. what? Like. 21st. August 23rd. It's crazy. 23rd. See? When you put it into numbers, yeah. it's like, holy shit. We're screwed. Like, yeah. We've been screwed. This, yeah. Like, I remember when we were in third place. Yeah. <laughs> so happy. Dude. Very so happy. happy. We, we I was were. talking all the shit. You yes. Know what I mean? Yes. Anybody could get it. Anybody could get it. We were like, I don't care who we yeah. play. It goes I'm to show. comfortable with it. It goes to show that it's a long season. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we, we've done it backwards before, right? Like to where we started off bad. Like crap, really yeah. bad. Continued off bad. And then just like started tied our way into the playoffs, <laughs> you know. At least the uh, last last season last was season, the last season. Yeah, 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 last season we tied our way into the playoffs, and then all of a sudden we had Noah, and we thought we were like, oh my god, we're winning games. Yeah. Noah changed the whole dynamic of the team. Yeah, and he definitely changed the whole dynamic of the team. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, to say but the something least. happened. Well, you don't know what, but something, something happened, happened halfway through. Do you think so, or do you think it's just 
I mean, I don't know. It's it's easy to to I guess it, it it happens in sports when a team doesn't do well. We always say, oh, there must be something There's going on. There's a conspiracy on. theory yeah, going right? on. It turns yeah. into that, right? Uh, but who knows, right? Who knows exactly what it is? Uh, we were talking about it earlier. I mean, honestly, even though if I were to have issues with a if I was in a team and I had issues with the coach or player or something I don't know I don't think I could go out there and sabotage my own team or anything no, like that no, so no. it's hard to believe that you know only just a, some problems between people would cause this huge downfall for the roots uh, but but I don't know that right yeah. Um, yeah. We, we can always you know kind of speculate to see what happened but uh, something totally did happen um, we have not looked good in a long time. Um, I think it's gotten to the point. And so just to kind of talk a bit, just to get started with this, uh, Juan and myself, we didn't get to go to the last home game. We, we were away at a wedding, and we'll talk a little bit about that in a bit. Um, but Steve and John got to go. And from what I heard is that the team even got booed at halftime, right, which is mm -hmm. rare. It hasn't mm -hmm. happened. Mm -hmm. I think uh, even one of our chants uh, shows how dedicated we are, which is uh, we'll be there till the end, mm -hmm. right? Um, and we sing that even when they lose. And we oh, yeah. drum until everybody's gone from the field, even when the roots lose. But exactly. just that last loss just felt so different. Mm -hmm. it, hurt. Know, it really hurt. But, it, I mean, and that was the thing, too. Um, I understood the booing of, you know, booing them off the pitch at halftime. Yeah. I totally got. Um, it did happen again at the end of the game for a, for a short amount of time. Um, I mean, I, I understood why. I get it. People were pissed. People were not happy. Frustrated. I mean, everybody's angry. So at the end, as soon as that final whistle blew, you heard some boos. And then I, you know, I was like, all right. Yeah. Get it out which, and then cut it off. You which know? is which is normal. Exactly. Right? right. Like it's it's it hasn't happened with the roots, but it's very, very normal all, in yeah. the sports world. Oh yeah. Right? Like I'm shit. I mean, I'm part of the Raider fan club, right? So we've booed <laughs> them plenty of times, right? So it's just normal to boo a team that you know. Uh, that we as fans sometimes feel like they could give more, do more, like they try were missing more. something, you know? Yeah, yeah. right. So, um, but, but nonetheless, uh, it's something that we wish we didn't have to do. But, um, hey, man, I've done it before to the roots, you know? Just a, a few games ago, I was booing them off the pitch, too, mm -hmm. you know? Because mm -hmm. it's frustrating, you well, know? Well, see, it, the, the, the thing that about this last one what, that, that really resonated with me was it was an entire section. Mm -hmm. I mean, from the bottom rails up to the top rails of that first, uh, you know, the first lower section was just everybody was on their feet booing. I yeah. mean, I looked, wow. I turned around and looked back and I'm just seeing everybody just angry, throwing hands into the air, wow. just boo, boo, boo. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, okay, this, y'all heard that. I mean, it's, it, they heard it. It, it kind of felt like for me uh, about time. Yeah, you know because this was the first time the, we've done it. Yeah, it was the first time, and yeah, people feel weird about booing a team off. I mean, especially a young team like this. But I mean, hey, you know the criticism uh, should have came a little quicker. I mean, I, we we could say that on my end too. Writing about the team, you know, I try and be fair to everybody. I try and be fair to the coach, front office, and, mm -hmm. and everyone. Uh, but I mean, it was. A long time coming. I mean, yeah, nine-game losing streak. I mean, it threw everything into balance. Like you guys were saying, it was, uh, you know, we were riding the high of highs on uh, in third place through August. 
going into September. And and the wheels just totally fell off. And, you know, that's where these conspiracy theories coming <laughs> in exactly. are coming in. Like, what happened? How does a team fall from grace like that? So, I mean, I try and be pragmatic about it. I mean, it's it's sports. Right. These things happen. Yeah. People are turning on. You know, the, the, the good teams are going to prove themselves when it matters. And, that's you know, true. this... I mean, for me, what happened was, you know, Nane got injured and you didn't just lose a defender. You did lose a defender. You lost a guy, a key cog that allows you to put Hackshaw in multiple places, but you lost a leader. Yeah. And you lost your first and foremost leader in the locker room. And now he's injured and he takes a a step back from that leadership. You know, it's hard to not lead when when you're not on the field. So... You know what happens, and, and this whole thing just fell apart, and it, and it felt like the whole time that the team just—I don't know—they weren't feeling those losses like you guys yeah. were. They, there wasn't a leader to to shift focus and put blame on everybody. Like mm. there, there's one thing we can say, you know, um, and there has been things I've heard about the locker room, and and Noah was more of a reserved guy. He was still kind of a guy that was is finding his voice in the locker room. And I think that's something that can be expected from a first-year coach. But it's also, you know, he's not a fiery guy. And you have to see that difference between him and Juan, him uh, and Guerra. Yeah. Because I, you know, I know Guerra was a fiery guy. And I know in this losing streak he would have been oh, in yeah. people's faces and calling out players for fucking things up yeah Mm -hmm. and it's funny that you say that because um we were juan and i we were talking to someone who was uh pointing that out i mean even my dad was pointing that out right like we're used to like very traditional mexican soccer where coaches are in your face Mm -hmm. uh, especially in a two game three game losing streak right Mm -hmm. like it's the end of the world for them you know and uh, yeah it's 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 noticeable that that wasn't happening uh i feel like yeah people weren't being they weren't being held accountable for what was going on, you know? Oh, exactly. And, and I think it was just extra frustrating for us fans. It's like, we travel, you know, in this season. I, I think it's been the most we've traveled, Juan. You think so? Yeah, right? For oh, us yeah. As, yeah. Uh, as Los Roots, Los Roots. G, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we went a little further than the our regular Cali games. You know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think more yeah. people in general just travel. It was a split. Yeah, we def- yeah. I, I think... In my opinion, I think the you know our supporters groups are definitely one of the best traveling. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, besides mm-hmm. the locals and you know the do locals, they travel like that? The locals travel not, not to not Hayward, to, baby. Not to Oakland, Oakland <laughs> baby. No, no. Well, this year they came to to Hayward. They came right? with, oh, did they? Uh, they came with about few, fifteen right? of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Had about fifteen of them this year. Um, but that was their first time because we were in Hayward, not Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think if we were in Laney, they wouldn't have came. I'm just saying. Hey, maybe so. Well, we will never find out now, will we? <laughs> oh. oh, sorry. sorry. Uh. Anyway, so, um, you know, it, it's I'm me personally, I'm OK with the team not making it to the playoffs uh, just because of how I'm bad not. we were doing. Well, I, I would. And here, it, let, let me just finish that one off. Damn. Of course, I would have wished we were at the playoffs. Right. But I. Anytime any of my teams make it to the playoffs, I want them to be as healthy as possible. I want them to, uh, you know, be in a good place as a team. I don't like when my teams half-ass make it to the playoffs because we're truly not. You're facing now the best of the best, right? And, I mean. If you're not playing your best. 
Oh, that's the thing. It's yeah. just embarrassing. Exactly. Right? So You don't want to see that. This, this losing streak for me, um, I don't think there was any part of me that I was like, wow, we have a great team, right? So mm-hmm. even if we would have snuck into the playoffs, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have been as, as excited because we would have faced uh, Sacramento, mm-hmm. right? We would have been out there right we now. We would have been. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would have been today. Yeah. That's right. Been yeah. Today. yeah. And our chances would have been kind of slim to beat them, right? Would so have been another hotel I'll have to pay for. Right. Yeah. Another hotel. And an, another uh, another yes. wake up in the morning, yeah. sad mimosas, you know, yeah. where you wake up in the morning because you just oh, want to go get drunk now. And yeah. And so for mm. me, it's like, I if, you know, if we're going to make it to the playoffs with a weak team, I'd rather just not make it at all. And I, I'd rather the team kind of face what they've done and hopefully make some big changes. Oh, for sure. Right? Like, who knows Here what, what that means. Right. And, and so sometimes when a team makes it to the playoffs, even if they just fucking half-assed it all the way there, sometimes that's an excuse to say this was a winning season because we made it to the playoffs, right? So, and I didn't want that. Yeah. I, because no excuses. It, it, yeah. No excuses, right. Yeah. So feel, feel what we felt a little bit, you know. So yeah, have, that's Have right. some kind of, uh, you know. No, this is this like, is going to change some things for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. You no know, in doubt. the locker room, and I'm sure everyone's talking about it because uh, this is our first time we don't make it to the playoffs, right? In our I history, so. yeah. yeah. In this our history, our, this is our this is the first time the Roots do not make Short the playoffs history, but in yes. their history. And and we also mentioned it that it's probably the uh, highest amount of money that's been invested into the team because of how much we've grown, right? In 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 different aspects, but um, even so. You know, it's like it was so much, so much year. more investment, so much more fans coming to the games. Uh, well, this final game wasn't it a record-breaking uh, record-breaking attendance, attendance from yeah. even it, it even beat out Laney. Uh, That's right, six thousand sixty sixty-one thirty-five. There you go, sixty-one thirty-five. Record yeah. by over four hundred. Wow, uh, over yeah. four hundred. Yeah. That's cool, man. And now the new stadium, it's gonna hold Ten. seventy-five. They said. I think that's what they. I think, I think that's it was either seventy five hundred or yeah, or yeah. Nine. And then they can extend nine. it to yeah, ten thousand. Oh yeah, they could extend. It to so they 10. said it was going to be yeah seventy five hundred with the option to extend it to ten thousand to stack it out again because they can throw up higher bleachers into the center of the. Right. So like if you if if anybody's looked at the renderings, there's like two different sides. Uh, there's the back side behind the goal, and then there's the side on the. Um, that's basically where they would put the media and the camera side. Sure. Um, they can just extend those bleachers up higher. That's, so it kind of looks more like a like a tree. Oh, yeah. Like that was their that was Adris's goal. I remember the, uh, that. Yeah. Talking to him about. So it, yeah. it, it basically when you look at it from a certain angle, the flat side where the supporters will be or where we're trying to be um, is like the base of the tree. And then if you look at it, it kind of branches up with the middle finger basically of the tree going, you know, extending as high as it can. Right. So that it looks more like a peak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. like add on to it. Yeah. Right. And just to finish that off, I mean, now having that many seats, I don't doubt that we're going to sell that out too. Juan mentioned it earlier. It's that now we're by 880 and it's going to be more visible. Um, I mean, even today, as I was setting up the, the table, somebody came and asked me, what, you know, what were we doing? And I was like, oh, you know, we're doing a, a podcast for The Roots. And um, they're from Oakland, and they had no idea who the Roots were, yeah. which, which yeah. is still surprising for me. But now that we get that exposure being right next to uh, 880, and now that uh, the news are talking about you know a team going into the Coliseum site, it's already starting to bring a lot more Yeah, as attention. more stuff has popped up about the new stadium, yeah. you see like KTVU posting about it and all that, and you, there's yeah. more people like... 
I was going through the comments and shit. Oh, I wrote on there was every, a, there was a you, lot of haters on there, but at the same time, there were a lot of people that didn't even know that Oakland has a. Yeah. You know, they still don't know that there's a football club, a, a soccer team in a Oakland. A lot of pessimistic people. It's what it was. You know, it's like. Yeah. But I I get it. You yeah, know, yeah. the Everybody's Raiders been fucking screwed us over. Everybody's the A's screwed us. Yeah, so yeah. it's like people are like, you know, they they feel like that that area right there. It's like haunted. Like, don't fucking touch it because it'll destroy your team. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, nah, but I I just feel like, especially, you know, we played at Laney. It was a college, uh, you know, college stadium. So people that drove by probably thought, oh, there's a college, college game going college on. Game, yeah. Right now we're in Hayward. People from the town don't really know what's no. going on in Hayward. Once we're back in the town. Oh, yeah. And then the new stadium right off the freeway. Like, and it's be, soccer, man. Like, yeah. yeah. But there's going to be yeah, people, you know, Mexicans. people driving down 880. Like, oh, what, what's what that? that? What's going, going on, on right there? there? You know? Yeah. So I think it's going to. Why? I mean, I know we have one more year in Hay- in Hayward, but once we're back in the town, bro. Oh, ooh. yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, earlier, too, like back to when I was a kid going down 880, looking at the Coliseum yeah. like, oh, you know, Raiders play there. Right. You know, my favorite players play there. Tim Brown plays yeah. there. And what that might do for, you know, a kid seeing this stadium. Oh, who's playing there? Yeah. Oh, it's a soccer game. Oh, it's. You know, can we check it out? Like, yeah. hopefully, yeah. I mean, that's that's what you hope. You and, hope and already, yeah. right? Like, already, it's uh, we get a lot of messages about like, thanks for making our kids happy with the drums and stuff like that. So, we can already tell that it's pulling in a lot of families, mm-hmm. you know. And so, you're right. Yeah, a lot of my core memories with my dad are at Raider games, A's games, and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I never thought I would think about him the way that I do now, like holding those memories tight. Uh, but it's really cool, man. When those are memories you're going to keep forever, you know. Uh, they're a lot of fun, especially as a kid, man. Like, it, it's just being at a sports game. And, you know, the cool thing about, like, the roots is, like, the players get to come to the front yeah. and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. sign stuff. And the other day I saw these kids running around with uh, Paul's gloves. Like, one had a glove, the other one had one. How cool is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. So now yeah. to have that in East Oakland, truly in East Oakland, mm-hmm. uh, brand-new stadium, uh, brand new everything. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, you know. So, and I, I don't doubt that we will extend it to the ten thousand at some point, right? Like, oh, yeah. if we can get one or two winning seasons, done deal. You know what I mean? That thing's extending. It's going to start selling out, because by that time, we're not going to have the A's anymore. Which I, you know, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> but I'm thinking <laughs> we're not going to have them. It's very possible. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's all plausible. Everything's up in the air with the A's at this point, in my opinion. But. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, it, it'll be a great time for us. Um, so let's kind of just talk about uh, the, the last game a little bit. Uh, it, it was the last game of the season. Juan and I, unfortunately, uh, missed it. Uh, we did go to a really fun wedding, actually part of two members from Los Roots, Alejandro and Lina. Congratulations, oh, guys. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Beautiful wedding. Beautiful wedding, honestly. Oh, so uh, Juan, and I were, awesome. Juan and I were talking <laughs> about this. Uh, I haven't been to too many weddings Um especially uh, close friends, right? Those are the most fun Mm -hmm. because you're just part of it and you're not just like a plus one or anything. It's like, that's your buddy getting married. You know what I mean? So it was a a fun time. Uh, I'm going to say that all of Los Roots was there. Uh, We took a banner. We took pictures in the dance floor. Um, Great wedding, uh, great venue. Uh, It was just a lot of fun, man. A lot of pictures, a lot of great memories were made. Um, but 
we also watched it, watched the the game <laughs> at our table. So we had the game playing at our table, and while some were dancing, some were watching the game, and then switch off, and we were up throwing throwing up hand signals. Yeah. One nothing. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, right. And then later on, two nothing. Oh, oh no. It was heartbreaking, dude. Um, yeah, it was heartbreaking just to to see it happen. Um, but you two were at the game. Um, and we kind of already talked about, you know, the booing and stuff. But I also heard the vibes were really great that game. Oh, That's God. something that I wish I was there for. Oh, um, Un- unreal. Yeah. Um, but you were telling us that Hoolies came out strong that game. Huh? Oh, dude, I, I did not expect it. Like I said, I mean, the, I, talking to these guys earlier, you know, I explained that all of a sudden it seemed like a lot of the Hoolies just happened to bring like their plus ones, their their plus four, their plus fives like everybody just showed up and with uh you know with how everything was set up and or maybe it was just everybody's mentality was this is a big game this is important we need to be here uh i don't know what it was but there was a lot of us all year we talked about you know this is a must win game must win must win we lost this is a must win game and we lost every time this was like a must 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 yeah. win game. Yeah. Like if oh, yeah. we won, and we were in. You guys showed up, and that's what I'm saying. Like there was, I don't know, I don't know what happened, but it, it just the the our section just expanded, and like everybody came down. The before the game even started, as they're walking out, like I don't know how many times we've done Dale Dale and Let's Go Oakland and all that stuff. As they're walking out, we overtook the speakers. Yeah, before wow. the they were even on the field, there was while no they drums were in the locker. Wow. Mind you, no oh, drums going. Yeah. Mind you, no drums going. Everybody's on beat. Yeah. Everybody's loud. Everybody's angry. You hear, da, le, da, and it's just oh, man. explosive. Man, imagine if we had the drums mixed in there, dude. It like, would have been like pretty impressive. They wouldn't have been able to hear anything. Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have been able to hear. Like, all you would have heard was us. Because we already overtook the speakers that yeah. were being Because they play, you know, coasting as a, as a part of our yeah. tradition with the walkout. It goes to show the passion that we have, you know. And... I've I've talked to multiple people uh, about this. It's like, honestly, it doesn't matter what team it is, baseball, whatever it is, man. Oakland just has that passion, dude. Oh, it, it and, was, and it was, we have that hope, and you know, so it, it shows in games like these. You yeah, know, I, I think time. that you know we we probably won't see it during the season just because they're regular season games. But when it matters, dude, like I remember Ace games. You know, when it mattered, right? Like you would playoff games like dude fucking sold out tickets selling like crazy out in the parking lot like Mm -hmm. super expensive right Mm -hmm. so when it truly matters yeah we're fully there man and we're loud so i'm excited for that i'm excited for that to translate into oakland you know and and to have more fans knowing about the team and stuff um that's what i'm ready for john were, were you uh were you taking pictures this game, or were you uh, sitting with the crew? I was sitting with the crew. Yeah, I, si- I sit in the stands, um, just took it all in, tried to help out with yeah. the chance as much as I could, take notes, um, but yeah, just watched it all unfold. I made my way actually down to the field uh, with about at about the seventieth seventieth minute mark. Yeah, uh, just to talk to the uh, the people on the sidelines there that I know. So um, yeah, man, it was interesting. It was inter- It was an interesting night. Yeah. Interesting also what might happen soon, right? I mean, and this is for every season, winning or losing or season, uh, there's always going to be changes. So I'm I'm interested to see what changes are going to come, especially with something, you know, uh, 
as heavy as this, right? As heavy like, as this. Uh, yeah. Us not making it to the playoffs, it's like something big's going to mm-hmm. happen. You know, there's a point I want to you know, go back on, a point that you made earlier uh, about building into 2025. Yeah. You know, how important is it now? You know, like you mentioned, if you have a winning season, if the team is good, you know, if you could fill up that 7,500, if you could fill up that 10,000, that looks amazing on the national level. Oh, yeah. So how important is it now to build a good season wow. in 2024 to go into 2025 with a lot of momentum to fill this place? That's a great yeah. way of seeing it. I, I, I didn't think of it like that, and you're right. I mean, can you imagine coming, coming in hot from yeah. this yeah. next season, a home coming playoffs. in hot to, to the new stadium? Oh, dude, that's going to look that, crazy. You know, and that's why, you know, it's like you alluded to there. There's interesting um, decisions on the table now because, you know, I, I love Noah. He, he's been great to work with. He, I think he's a great coach. He can build youth development. But it's like, man, his hot his seat is now boiling oh, hot dude, yeah. going into 2024. And it's like, what happens if you start the season on a, a 2-0 loss? What happens Ooh, if you start the season right. 0 1 and 1, 0 0 and 2, you know, 0 0 and 3, 0 1 wow. and 2. You know, you know yeah, if we go on another winless streak at the beginning of the season, how, how mu- long do you go? You know, how much pressure is it now on the front office to be like, okay, we gotta, we, we have to flip another decision? And then it's like, okay, at that point, you should have just brought your your A option in the off season. Yeah. So, so let me let me ask you this: um, Do you think that Let's say we go with Noah next year, right? Is it possible for like just a few games in to have a new coach? Is that is that a thing? Or I do mean, they look at Orange County. Look at Orange look at County. OC. Yeah. I mean, Phoenix did it. I mean, yeah. Phoenix did it in the middle of their season, but they did it. I mean, yeah, there's been OC did it. That's Phoenix crazy. Did it. Phoenix did it. You got to be doing really bad in order to like switch so quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. I guess I guess I mean, it's doable, and and just like you pointed out, I mean, it's not like you're coming in fresh, right? Let's say we go with Noah next year. It's not like he's starting a, a like yeah. fresh, right? Like it's, he's you're got carrying, this, yeah, yeah, you're carrying a winless streak from August twenty third of twenty twenty three, yeah, into, into the new year. Oh, you damn. know, I didn't yeah. even think so about that. So game one exactly. happens. Yeah. Game one of next year, you better we're win still, that we're one, still boy. on a you winless win. streak. <laughs> yeah, if you don't win, you know, we're still on a winless happening. streak. Damn. Yeah, if you don't win that, it's added to this. It's added. To oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Because it it's tax on. It's crazy because uh, throughout throughout this winless streak. You know, you hear the rumblings where people are like, we need another coach. And I'm like, man, this is his first season, bro. Yeah, yeah like give let him some time. Him, yeah, give him some time. Let, yeah. me, let him get and, another and one. And that is an interesting toe to, you know. But now that you're pointing that out, like with this nine-game win, winless streak, if we start next year yeah. with another two, three games without winning, that's a lot of That's fuck, a, lot. That's a sudden, long that's time pressure. without you're a win. Double digits. All right, pressure. if it was up to you, Juan, are you keeping? I'm keeping them. You're keeping them. Just off the top. I'm keeping him because it's let, one let him, year, bro. Let, well, technically, what, like a year and a half? Because he came in like halfway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, something like that. that. Yeah. But still, this was his his one first for, yeah. complete this year, his, first his system, whatever. Well, okay. Are there and options? Because of, are there great options available for us I, if I we were so. to switch off? I think so. And you because think so, John? I've heard I've heard of a couple of uh, I've heard of a couple of potential options. One is who's actually from the Bay Area. Oh yeah, uh, coach oh. from the Bay Area who coaches back east uh, for Chicago Fire. Oh. Um, oh, so there's potential for uh, somebody that's from here to take the reins. Or, I mean, the the real hopeful thing is um, 
uh, El Salvador's coach that was just Hugo fired. Perez. Hugo Perez. I don't think Hugo Perez is coming to Oakland. <laughs> that's because, a big, that's guys, a big hopeful think, wish. That is, a, I, that is a home grand slam hire. Yeah, right but <laughs> if that happened, I'm just saying. I'm gonna take that. We're gonna. I'm you're sure you're gonna post go this. On the bench. You're gonna <laughs> post this podcast, and then, and we're gonna hear John says, "No way, Roots are getting Hugo Perez," <laughs> and then Hugo Perez signs with Oakland. I'm like, should I even Google how work. much that guy makes? I'm pretty Jeez. sure he gets paid pretty good to yeah. be well, yeah. a I national mean, coach. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> we all just bought in, you know. I'm oh, just saying, like, we're all owners. So we have we, a we say gotta now. make decisions. Out we here. have a de- we have a decision yeah. making say now. Give okay. the whole two point five million to Hugo, <laughs> to Hugo all of it, hey, everything that, that we that's why donated. that's why at the I threw on a jacket the other that Saturday, oh, not yeah. because of the wedding. We were calling Mister Mister Owner because I'm the owner oh. now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was out there fucking. Okay. I was like, whatever y'all want to drink, man. It's yeah, on me. It's on me. You at know. the open bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go get it for you. Let me go grab it. What you need? Well, you know, I, I think if I were to be in some kind of position to decide whether Noah comes in or out or, you know, leaves the team, I think a lot of it has to do with um, knowing whether was it out of his control or was it the way that he was uh, just kind of doing his schemes and all that. Um, if it was him in how he played the players um yeah i'd probably go with with the new with the new coach honestly with maybe more experienced one you know if if this if if the budget allows maybe i'd go that way what, what about you john i mean to Juan's point you know i i think it is definitely fair and i made that point in in the blog in my uh season ending talking points was that it, it's a nuanced answer because Noah is in his first year. He's still finding his voice as a coach in the locker room, uh, making sure everyone, he, he's on the same page with everyone. Um, he's stepping into a locker room that has strong personalities. Uh, so it's hard to, you know, there's going to be some heads butting. There's going to be some people who might feel like they could walk over and maybe talk over Oh, him. yeah. Um, is that on Noah? Maybe. Is that on the, the, stat, the roster that was given to him? Maybe that as well. You know, a nine-game losing streak, I think the blame goes on, you know, top to bottom. I think it goes on uh, Noah for not being able to pull a team out of this rut. You know, to, to go on a nine-game losing streak says there's a lot wrong, yeah. you know, and, and coaching ties into that. You, you can't avoid that flat out. You know, there are certain situations, especially at end, ends of a game, you know, giving up back-to-back goals, you know, it, it, you, know you, you have to have that voice that can help pull these guys out of it. But also, I don't think Noah was given uh, the best tools mm. to make the season work. I think he was given a roster that was focused on youth development, bringing in 510 guys, Danny Gomez, yeah. Luis Saldana, Edgar Cruz getting them big minutes and and having them develop and then kind of making do with the options that he has. I think that playing Joseph Nane as a center back was not a part of the plan. I think playing Hackshaw at midfield was not a part of the plan. I think playing Formella at one point at striker as their starting striker was not a part of the plan. And then you give away Formella your third leading goal scorer to end the season 
for a defender who, albeit, is good and can take that left back role, play uh, um, key passes and all that stuff, but you didn't replace Formella's goals. Yeah. And you're trying to replace that with people who are already on the uh, on the roster who aren't working out. Pelaez didn't work out. That's a swing and a miss. Kevin Wright, swing and a miss. Mm. Trayvon Reed, swing and a miss, albeit young. Maybe there's a second year there. Um, these aren't Noah's calls. These were the people ahead of him, the people he answers to. Yeah. You know, Jordan Farrell, Nana Atikora, you know, and, and at the same breath, those guys who I just mentioned, Jordan Nana, are also very early in their careers. They're not even 40. You know, they're, mm. what, 37? Damn. Yeah. 38? I'm how older than them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how long is their leash to make mistakes? Because they did. They made some good moves. I don't think Rito was a bad move. I think bringing in Cedeno, a young guy, four years the younger, who was going to sign a multi-year contract, that's a good move. And, yeah. you, and you got cash. As much as we liked Rito, yeah, I honestly yeah. th- think this was a good move. So we got Cedeno for more years. Rito yeah. was going to be gone. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's even more to that. You know, you have nine international roster slots. You fought for one of them in the trade for Guerra, and you didn't use it. You didn't trade. You know, that's a that's another hit on the front office. Why couldn't you guys get a deal? The whole season went. You never got a deal for him, and you never f- filled the slots. Yeah, we lost, what, two slots or three slots at the end of this? Yeah, day. I think they finished with five or six. So you had like, three or four international slots. That we didn't fill. And you yeah. didn't use them, and you didn't sell them, and you didn't get anything for them. Yeah. And, you fought, for, and you fought for one of them. You know, so that is a hit. That, that shows an inexperienced front office. So I think what the Roots board has to ask themselves is, what are we? Are we bringing in veteran minds who can work with what they have or with what Jordan and them were given, which is a challenging situation. Whatever executive, coach, whatever comes into this is going to inherit almost the same situation. Maybe there's a little more to spend, but you're going to get uh, a difficult housing situation for your players. you know, what do you do there? Do you allow Jordan, Nana, Noah to learn on the job, use this experience, this hurt, heavy, painful experience, failure experience in 2023 and use it to benefit themselves? Or do you clean house. do what we just said and clean house with someone that you can have the vision in in 2024 to build into 2025 to where you're chasing a championship. So what would you do, John? What oh, I would do? You're cleaning house or you're staying? I'm asking what, if we're cleaning house, what is the difference? What tools will that next staff have? Yeah. Because if you're going to give them the same thing, then you're, you know, <laughs> it, yeah. it's hard to say. Yeah. Because any, any person who takes this job has to understand it's a difficult job and what 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 do we have to spend because right, we're right. not going to spend like the phoenixes san antonio sacramento right no you know we're still even though there were people making a lot of good money you know tamakis making good money um it's still a middle of the pack payroll you know mm. maybe maybe towards the upper mm-hmm. average you know but still it's average is um 
Do East Coast teams generally have a higher payroll? Because I can't tell you. Yeah. They just, I, I, I mean, like, you know, there's teams out there in, in the East that have been on top for the mm-hmm. longest. Like, say, like Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay, Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah I know Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay pays. Tampa Bay um, pays a good amount. Louisville. Yeah, that's that's one thing that I always thought. Like, do they pay more over on that side? But go, talking about um, all this, I was one thing I was wondering as the season went on, we had two main problems, right? Our strikers weren't getting goals but our fucking defense would just leave guys wide open all the time yeah and i know they the team kept or the coach kept sticking with a 3-4-3 i think we would play why wouldn't they add another defender back there to help out does that fall on the coach or on the players or did we have the answer there you know i think it's a a coach's decision yeah but see that's the thing if if you look go ahead i was gonna say it's, it's gotta it's gotta fall on both right like they didn't sign the proper amount of defenders. The coach didn't have the defenders to put in to take the defending spot. And the defenders that he had, he was putting in the midfield because we had no way of holding midfield. We had no way of keeping the ball, keeping mm. possession, doing anything with the ball in midfield. Napo, Donaciano, complete miss. Yeah. Complete miss. We should have kept Mati from last year. Mm. If we would have kept Mati is tearing it up in Argentina. Mm. Went back home and is still is still getting minutes, still tearing yeah. it. Look at Boquila. Bokila from two years ago is over in the the the, the, Deutsch, the, the Dutch right. league right now, yeah. and he's scoring goals, and he's loved over there. They have a whole song. They took basically the same song that we used to sing for him, and the entire ultra section does it for him, and he goes and embraces them. Wow! Like the crazy half of thing. our people that we've left that yeah. we let go are doing so much better. Like it's, four million. I feel like it's me and my dating, you know, experiences. <laughs> like every time I date somebody, they go off and find somebody that they like. Oh, it's their soulmate after me. It's like, oh, what the fuck did I do? Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, cool, great. All right, you so just that's, set that's it basically all up. what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I give them the proper winning tools. I yeah. guess is what it There's is. There's a movie about that. Yeah. 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 Is it yeah. Dane Cook? Yeah, oh, Dane no. Cook. That's yeah. not a good. Like, let's not talk about that. Going to, to what you're just talking about, like every time I see Formella, bro, in Tampa Bay, I'm like, damn, like we had that dude. Oh, Char- yeah. Yeah, Charlie, see, fucking I mean, Charlie, yeah, Charlie, Charlie Dennis. Yeah, he's on the face of the USL now. Like, yeah. he is the face yeah. of the USL's, like, everything that they post. It's got Charlie Dennis at the, you know, screaming with his head off, you know, yeah. little headband, yeah. the little uh, Jack Graylish headband. Yeah. I, I think, kind of going back to what you were saying, John, is that, you know, I, I totally get what you're saying. I really do. Uh, but at the same time, I don't think a coach is going to be given, like, all these great tools. Because if not, they probably wouldn't be switching coaches in the first place. Um, I think in my the way that I see it is that coaches do have the power of getting the little that they have and making something out of it. And with all honesty, I think Noah had a lot. Uh, I trust in a lot of these players. I love Memo. I love Johnny. I love... You know, just kind of what we have. And I do understand uh, the points that you're making where uh, some things are out of his control. Uh, but, geez, man, nine games, is it's quite a bit, right? Yeah. And the thing, too, it's like sometimes <clears throat> the way that I like to see, like, the Raiders go through rebuilding fucking process all the time, right? And it's like i much rather it be when we're so low where it's easier to just clean house, yeah, you know, yeah. versus when we're kind of high and you can't truly clean Figure house. Figure out which ones you want to get rid of, yeah. Yeah, right. So, uh, you know, I love Noah, and if he comes back, hey, man, all the support back to oh, him, yeah. you know, but sometimes uh, it is when you are at your lowest when it's better to just kind of, you know, start moving some pieces around. Um, I think that a different coach, and I, it, this isn't to put Noah down because he did a great job for the first half of the season, we still don't know what happened for the second half. But let's say 
if we get an experienced coach with the players and people that we, the, the staff that we have now, I think maybe we, we could have made something out of it, at least maybe not had a whole ass nine game uh, non-winning streak, right? Yeah. So, um, but hey, who knows what's going to happen? Uh, John, you haven't heard anything, have you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll I don't see. want to put you in the spot like that. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, if there are decisions, I would, I would expect it sooner well, they're, they're, rather than yeah, later. Yeah, and, and it's going to happen, right? Like, it's just part of sports, right? Like, we're, we're going to, yeah. you know, we get attached to people and players, and at some point they're going to leave. And, uh, but I'm always excited to see uh, what we're going to look like next oh, yeah. next season right well and that that just goes to your fucking raiderism if that's a word raiderism <laughs> yeah, it is. but just you know every the start of every season we're like we got this guy we got this guy this is our year right right every but time. it's part of the excitement of you know and then it's like two games and you're like oh fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. grapplo's not that good oh, oh, i didn't shit. i didn't trust in him and let's not even get into that yeah. um, this yeah. is a fucking roots podcast oh, yeah man. that's right <laughs> Um, this is a pain podcast. Ouch. Right now, yeah. Right yeah. now, sad pain. So what hurt the most, honestly, in the second half was just losing to those teams that we were supposed to beat. Yeah. You know, being right. in Vegas, losing. They hadn't won the game in I don't know how long. I think we were like their second yeah. or third win of the season. And like, that that shows a big problem there. It's like I know we kind of like tend to not do well with like the shitty teams, and we do really well with great teams, you but know? But we still lose to but, the great teams. Well, but still, this yeah, time yeah. we did, right? Like, this time we just weren't good with any team, you know? But like you said, Juan, these are games that we're expected to win already, yeah. you know? And it's like, and and being there uh, in Vegas, it's like, we've said it in, in, in the podcast before, it's like, you can tell that the players weren't 100% giving it their all, you mm-hmm. know? When we've seen them give it their all, yeah. In different places, like when we went to Monterey, right? Like they were fucking oh, they were fired fighting, up. dude. Yeah, they were fired you up. You know, and then, yeah, there's some things that are going on that uh, it's it, you can tell that the players are just not fully there. And that's something else that I wanted to mention, too. Um, you noticed after our fall from grace, right, uh, the players kind of stopped coming around as much. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, because I'm always in the front, I'm always there you know, trying to get the players to come over. That, that was what I used to do when, you know, when they didn't come over on their own, I would scream at them to come over yeah. to make sure that they saw us to come over and see us. And it's, it, it was totally fine until we started falling. All of a sudden, now there's maybe three or four players that come up, maybe five players. That's true, You huh? know, like this I last game, the, 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 the very last home game, the entire team didn't come up to us. Wow. Last Last season, when our last home game was done, I mean, we were a lot happier, but uh, the entire team came over, you yeah. know, the entire team from the the highest paid player to the kid that they just called up from 510, yeah. Yeah. you know, like they all came over. This last game, we had maybe three of the 510 players that came over. Etzker came over. Saldana came over. Uh, Cedeno was in tears yeah. when he came over. That was That was something that was really really hit home to me you know uh paul came up emra came up i could probably say maybe like four maybe three or four other players came up but it was not the starting 11 the whole starting 11 yeah. did not come up and see us the yeah. the whole bench did not come up and see us wow noah you know noah does the same thing noah does every single game where he walks 25 feet 25 yards away from us and claps and yeah. gives us a half smile i mean whether we win or lose as it's much the same as i thing. dislike 
uh, Juan Guerra, but he made me want to run was the there, wall. man. Yeah, he came all the At, way up to you, like yeah, that, that, like that, fully that, up to us. Like, and that's the thing. Like, if I have a choice of picking a coach, and it's not, I'm not gonna go based off of like, like I, I, I love Noah. What he did for us last, the end of last season was fantastic. Yeah. To bring us back from what Juan Guerra, when when Juan Guerra broke our hearts and ripped them and threw them on the floor and stomped on them. And Noah picked them back up and sewed it all up and made us get into the playoffs again. Like, I love Noah for that. Yeah. I'm, ne- I'm never going to forget that. But, and it's hard to blame Noah for this situation, but unfortunately, the way the cookie's crumbling right now, it looks like it might be Noah that's gone. And I don't want to say it, but, I mean, honestly, he hasn't fired me up. He hasn't given me something to, like, fight for, you know? Like, when I see him... And he comes yeah. up to the stands. There's no like, no passion. We're good him next time. Yeah. Yeah. Next game they're ours. Yeah. Or you know what? We fucked up. We fucked up. Yeah. He never yeah. said that. No accountability. You know, no too. nothing. Yeah. He seems Juan, to always be in neutral. He's yeah. just yeah. always the one thing I give lose. to him. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's, well, it's and, just the and, same thing. It's stagnant. You know. And, and you're right about that. And we have to really look at it. You know how it is. It's like that. That is what you're signing up for as a coach, right? Like, yeah. even if it's out of your control, well, that's just what it is. It's it's. That's what you sign up for, right? You're, you're the seat. captain of that ship, yeah. right? And if the ship is sinking for whatever reason, you're the last one to leave, right? And, and in this case, you're probably the first to go, yeah. right? So, I mean, I think if we have the money, man, I think it'd be great to get an experienced coach in, in that seat. I mean, and hey, again, you know, I'm... John looks like going to cry, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> just had to say it. And again, I, hey, again, and I'm going to say this. If Noah's back, hey... I. All the we'll support to him. Yeah, yeah. I'm right. with him to the fucking end. You know, but we there is a there's a reason why people change coaches and all that. And sometimes you can stick with somebody for believing in them a little too long, and it's just going to destroy. Yeah, you know, a bunch of seasons. Yeah, roots have that uh, interesting decision. I mean, uh, coaching stability has or instability has been a trend with yeah. this team. If we do yeah. get a new coach, it'll be my fourth year covering the team. It'll be my fourth coach. Okay, so hey, that's something I brought up last podcast. Remember, I was like, I year. think we've had every year we've had a new coach. Is yep. that correct? Yep. Uh, yeah, Has just it been about just yeah. about. So the first, yeah. our, our very first year right was, now, uh, no, Jordan Farrell. Yeah. Uh, when Jordan Farrell, so Jordan Farrell was our first coach, uh-huh. and then we hired a guy named Dario Pot uh, for the for the second season. Um, mm-hmm. Our first, it was our first season in the USL. Jordan moved up. He was too. fired before the season started. Wow. Dario wow. Pot got fired before the season had started. And which caused Jordan to step down from technical director and become coach again, interim coach. So that, then Jordan took us to the playoffs, and when we went to OC, and we lost in OC. And then they hired um, Juan Guerra in the offseason. So we haven't had one coach that we hired. That's gone through the entire. One, yeah. <laughs> this was, Noah was our first coach through the entire year. But, it was, but he was also somebody who stepped up. And at the end of last year, yeah. Well, right. Uh, he, I think he was a part of our coaching staff. Yeah, he correct? was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he right? Yeah. So, yeah, they promoted him, basically. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, so we haven't had one full season with someone who we went out to go get and, and stayed with us and the whole us. season. Yeah, exactly. Right. And now we're thinking, like, the guy who didn't take us to the playoffs, are we keeping him again, right? Like, yeah. So, I don't know. Who knows? I, I'd be excited if we get... Anytime you get new people into your team, man, it's exciting. Yeah, because right? it's, it's who knows, right? And let's like, be real, it's USL. Like you can't expect these people to stick around for forever. Too long, you know. Like yeah. you really can't, especially players. Um, I mean, you even see it in coaching staff too. Like there's a lot of a lot of teams that get rid of coaches, you know, constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not necessarily 
like we're not Premier League, right? Like, I, I mean, I hate to call for, you know, coaches' jobs in the middle of the season or call for coaches' jobs. It's not the ni nicest thing to do. But uh, if you do like what we've done, I'm sorry, I might, I might say something about having your job taken because it's been nine, nine games. games. I mean, considering that other sports, other teams in, you know, soccer and football are going to call for, you know, coaches' teams after a 4-0 loss after one game. Yeah. They're going to call for a, a you know a, co a coach's job, or after a two-game losing streak, or uh, yeah. a one-game tie and a one-game loss and another lot. Like you're calling for yeah. a job, yeah. something's happening. They want to see change yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah. You know, because there's no there's no time to think about it. It's go 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 go. Yeah, and I guess players too, right? Who knows who's going to go, who's going to come yeah. back? Mm -hmm. You can tell that some players kind of don't want to be here. You can tell right. that some players really it. do want to be here. You, you know, and and that's the thing too. Like if Noah is back, I think. He has to make the case like, but like, look, you know, I need my guys. I need my guys. You know, these players were already on the roster and look at. That's true. Uh, you know, if there were locker room issues, which I'm, I'm pretty sure there were. I mean, it, it's indicative of, you know, if, if you're going to sign players like it's got to be Noah's guys and they got to be, you know, character players. You know, it, it needs to be a team that's going to play for each other that feels those losses because, you know, down the way. You know, I, it, it didn't feel like the team was feeling those losses yeah. like, like you guys were. And I, I think that's a lot of it's going to have to do with what you just said right now. It's that uh, Noah can make the case like, hey, dude, this was a season where I didn't have what I wanted. Right. Mm -hmm. I didn't get to put the pieces together. So that could be a reason for him to come back, giving him the opportunity this offseason to kind of build his own team, if that's even a thing, uh, and then see what happens. But um you know who knows who is it up to who who who's it's probably up to the investors who's got the most money in the pot right is that what it so is for what for is it Making the investors that yeah like who who fires the coach oh it'll be a board it'll be a board decision. yeah, it'll oh. be a, yeah so, so it will be the investors it will come down to who's got the money and who's got the majority be the board. Vote it'll in be the, like lindsey barons Stephen aldrich adrice we gotta uh, say it's mike start gets. making some money back yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> So that's the thing. You forgot to mention me. I'm an investor. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Juan, yeah. Juan, Juan as well. I'll let you guys know what we decide. Yeah, yeah that, that works. The, owner, the owner's, uh, owner's box over Thanks, here. Juan. Thanks, Juan. Um, Thanks. So, you know, it's it's sad that there won't be any games. Uh, a part of me is, is excited because it's like I get my Saturdays back. Dude, and I, my, yeah. my wife pointed it out this morning. She's like, hey, this is your first Saturday without having to do anything with the roots. And I was like, well, I'm going to go do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. I'll be stuck for a little it's bit. It's true, man. It takes a toll on you, especially towards the end of the season where, oh, or, or anywhere in between the season where you have these like close away games where we can go to. It, it just makes it harder because, you know, especially you guys, right, Juan? You guys have kids and yeah, uh, Beto, Melissa. babysitters and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. Me, I just got to find somebody to take care of my dog, but that is <laughs> it, you know? You uh, know what's crazy that uh, I just realized when you pointed it out that last year we uh, went to the playoffs and we lost, but the playoffs were here. At, you know, we watched it here at Line 51. That's true. Yeah, we did. And oh, now, yeah. now here we are, the very next season, which we should have been in the playoffs, and we're at Line, we're 51, at line 51 again. Yeah. This yeah. shit went for ah, full, circle, full circle, bro. I know. And by the way, I do want to shout out Line 51 for allowing us to be here. Yeah, hey. um, uh, they've allowed us to be here before, but for some reason we didn't get to record here. 
Um, but I hit them up quick, and they were super down. Uh, they even told me where I can set up and stuff. So anyways, yeah. shout out to Line 51. Um, it has now become our right as a supporter group oh, yeah. our kind of like little official spot to kind of watch away games although the team has partners and they yeah. you know but well, i think i, I think, think line 51 brought, that's right we yeah. brought we brought line 51 to the club um, the club didn't really uh, have anything set up here with line 51 they were doing it somewhere else and they then were we were like oh places. we're going to go to line 51 yeah. and then i'm sure they talked to them and, and well made so that it was happen. the thing I, I i had actually reached out to line 51 um, back when we first started trying to do all of these like our own kind of you know watch, watch party, party sort of things because we wanted to kind of you know branch away from the club a little bit not necessarily follow where the club was sending other people to go we wanted to be able to have other people have an option to come join us uh so i had you know reached out to line 51 and they were like they were totally open totally willing for it um and then from there it kind of just blew up because i told them to reach out to the club and then the club just kind of yeah. took over and was like all yeah. right let's let's make a it's a great a partner, space you know? it's a um, lot of space. Uh, great parking for everyone yeah. who wants to come out here uh there, there's multiple tvs um they even do the they'll, they'll drop down the projector screen too yeah it's, it's a lot of fun man and and they've never said no to us we've been here pretty late even if it's just a couple of yeah. us yeah. uh they, they've stayed open for us and anyways great people uh, I don't drink, so you guys might know if it's great beer or not. But uh, they have beer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, let's be honest. I you drink, know, I drink the cider, so that's right. And uh, they've upgraded their food too. So yes. oh, yeah, yeah. Our, food shout out delicious. our boy yeah. Willie. Yeah. Oh that? man, Willie's barbecue. So um, when you guys come down to Line Fifty One, he's actually partnered with Line Fifty One now. Oh cool. Uh, Willie's barbecue. Oh my God! Pulled pork sliders. This guy makes a and there's a Mexican killer. guy back there too. He's that's his doing name. like that's Willie. Oh, that's Willie. That's Willie. Oh yeah, he's the doing little, like the birria and yeah, all that shit that's, too. That's that's our boy oh, Willie. Dude. Fucking that's a hooli He's excited right there. to be here. That's a hooli right there. Oh yeah. <laughs> we found him. We found him at um, Rocky's Market when we did our fan fest uh, from um, oh, a couple years ago man. with uh, Jorge and the 68s. Yeah. They I was there. had set up, the, they, so they helped set up the whole thing. Oh. He was working for Rocky's Market, oh, um, for the supermarket. Him and his son were working for Rocky's Market. They actually were uh, the cooks at Luca oh. before Luca shut down. Oh wow! Damn. So uh, he was one of the main cooks from Luca, and then when that shut down, he you know started up Willie's Barbecue, which is well he started like um, his sauces. He had Willie's Barbecue sauce, and he had all kinds of different hot sauces and stuff that he was. He still has them, um, but we we met him through the Rocky's Market through the Fan Fest and told him like hey man this is what we're doing we want to start doing this and he was like all right well we're in and, sweet man you know willie, oh, yeah. willie became willie started talking to uh the roots as well and they've even done partnerships with him as well like when they go oh wow so like when we were at um um what was that brewery that we used to go to our uh, original spot l industries. industries yeah yeah so when we would go to l industries um they didn't have a food option Willie was the first food option that they oh, brought in back in the, the little day. little pop-ups they would yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Willie's oh, Willie's nice. barbecue was one of the Shout guys. out Willie. Yeah, dude, Willie's the man. Love you, that guy. You we were we were close to giving up on this place. <laughs> and then and they changed the food. Yeah, then and then like I think like one game I was like, dude, I think this is the last game I, I show up to here. You also brought food. You brought five guys that yeah, day. Didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh -huh. we ordered no, we ordered uh, Nations. Oh, yeah. Nations. It was. Okay, yeah. okay. And uh no, but we saw the food change. I had some food and Hey man, hell yeah! Now yeah. Uh, maybe they got to work on the beer. I don't know. Again, I don't drink, so you guys. But the cool thing too is that they also welcome you to bring your own food if that's what you want. Uh, they're they're, a great they're, place. they're pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They've never said no. The owner is actually uh, one of John's uh, old teachers. 
The oh, owner yeah? here, actually. What's the owner's name? The owner of here is P.T. Laverne. He was my P.E. teacher and assistant football coach at Bohannon Middle School. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look and I at was that. In the Shout out to him. Seventh yeah. and eighth grade. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Laverne. So some history here. Yeah. So some anyways, uh, if you guys ever want to, well, now the season's over, but if you know, or when the season starts back up again, uh, if you guys want to catch some away games, this is probably what we'll be at unless, you know, we Unless decide we a, some other stuff. Yeah, yeah, a different spot. But for the most part, this is a, a great place to be at. They always have stuff for kids. Uh, yeah, they have buses you can get into. Mm-hmm. Anyways, come check it out. Uh, guys, it has been a pleasure, uh, especially with you guys here. Uh, it's been so much fun, man. Uh, sometimes I forget about the loss when we're in the parking lot and just fucking having a great time. Oh, you, oh, you uh, talk about the parking lot. Hold on a second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so oh, I, I saw heard some it was of the sh- videos. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, that, that, it was a party, huh? Oh, it was a party. We were out there until probably 1.30, 1 And the cops the didn't mess with you guys this time? The cops, they tried, but we were all singing too loud. They yeah, couldn't do they anything. Yeah, they had to do something <laughs> they about couldn't, that. They, like, they couldn't say anything. Like they, 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 they rolled up to us. Saw that we were going crazy and just kept going because we were all we were doing was singing emo music all night long. Yeah, <laughs> like we were. Listen, I mean, when we everything, were young, all of the Blink One Eighty Two, Green Day came on. It was I mean, all sad so songs. One. It was like I ha- I hate my life. Songs. Oh yeah, like straight up emo like, night. Yeah, you know, like I'm jump angry. off a cliff kind of yeah. thing. Like you know, oh, we put on Limp Biscuit break stuff. Oh Everybody screamed. For, uh, I think I caught a piece off. of like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Yes, that 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 wasn't that even was being played. That was acapella. <laughs> they just—they were. Everybody just started that in yeah, a yeah, yeah, without, yeah. without so anything much going. hurt, so much pain. Oh, yeah, it was know, everywhere. Dude. Yeah. So that was. But the part but it's of, you know, it's been a lot of fun, and that's definitely something that I'm gonna miss. But at the same time, off season helps to kind of like yeah, recharge, you know, and come back with all that energy that, you know, we get to throw at these uh, tailgates before during the game and after like it's it's a whole party dude it's a like, full day party yeah. I've, I've told people like my whole saturday is booked yeah you know it's not like and they're oh, like yeah. well how long is the game and it's like it's not even about the game it's like you got to include the tailgate you got to include the game and after oh, yeah. right yeah. so even the prep for the tailgate you know could sometimes spill over the day before you that's know? right like, yeah, yeah yeah and but all of that it's a lot of fun and away games have been a lot of fun to travel with you guys see you guys you know, in other cities and hang out like we did in San Diego. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's always a great time. So I will miss that. I'm excited to kind of recharge. I'm excited because every time, uh, at least now, this is our second time where we're kind of creating merch. Um, in the off season, it's a great time to kind of start new designs and new merch and new, yeah. you know. So I'm excited to see what everyone's going to bring to the table. Also, this uh, this offseason, we are planning our, uh, we are doing a lot more. I mean, we're going to we're gonna all come together and we're going to be, we're going to attack this offseason the, the right way this year. Yeah, dude. Last year, I don't know if anybody heard, but there was a little bit of some issues that had happened. Yeah. It's not happening this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're a bit tighter this time. I think, yeah, la- last year we kind of went off uh, into the offseason. Yeah. yeah, just kind of. You know, we had to fix a bunch of things. And this season, you know, we kind of get to see who's truly there to support, uh, who's who's really putting in all that effort. Yeah, who and working, cares? Right, and working together, right? Like the people mm-hmm. who truly care, working together and seeing how we can make this better, greater, and something that can last uh, longer than we will, right? Like at some oh, yeah. point, we're all going to be gone from, from there. And by that, Juan and I have talked about this. It's like we don't know how much we have in the tank 
right? We don't know how many seasons we have left uh, that we're, at some point we're gonna give up, right? I, oh, used, yeah. I used to be part of the uh, drummer <laughs> drumming crew from the A's back in the day, and there was a point where you thought this was just gonna go on forever, but even that died out, right? Like, mm -hmm. everyone has a life to live, and yeah, you, know, happens, it, it, you know, it takes a toll. So, uh, you know, I, I think that us kind of, you know, building off together and with the right people, the right mentality, uh, a new season, Every year we grow a bit more, we learn a bit more, you know, so I think that next season we're gonna come in stronger. Uh, we've noticed where we can, uh, you know, have some work done, you know, where we can all improve on and stuff. So uh, Chance is one of them. I know oh, yeah. we've talked about that. Uh, how we drum, the instruments that we bring, uh, just, you know, just kind of bundling it all up, you know, and, um, and creating something bigger. For the next season, I'm excited for oh, that. Oh, it's gonna so, be beautiful. Yeah, and and I and just to kind of finish off, I don't think that anyone's more excited to be in Oakland than than Mo. You know? Oh my god, <laughs> that dude talks about it all He's the so time. So happy. He's just he, he can't, We still got another year of being in yeah. Hayward, but he he just hey. Anytime something goes Oakland? south, Mo's like, well. I can't wait to be in Oakland, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anytime anything happens. I mean, it could be the slightest thing. Somebody spills, you know, their beer. Well, yep. we're going to be back in Oakland, though. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We're going to be in Oakland. That's true, man. So anyways, to the listeners, man, uh, thank you guys for uh, hanging on with us. Um, uh, more ideas for podcasts to come. Actually, Juan and I had an idea, and we'll just uh, leave with this idea here, is that uh, in the offseason, we want to still – we want to continue uh, the podcast somehow. And so one of our ideas is to do maybe a type of a video podcast, right? Yeah. But we're going to invite the whole Los Roots crew uh, and there will be alcohol involved. <laughs> and, um, and we are going to ask people on our social media to send us in questions or we might even play some games like some truth or dare stuff uh, just Whoa. to make it interesting Ooh. yeah uh, Ooh, so we're, it, we're we're gonna you know stay tuned follow our our uh instagram account at los roots sg uh we also have a twitter account and uh we also have a facebook account if you guys want to follow us there yeah, we'll you be can follow us on only fans too only oh. fans yeah juan <laughs> undressing slowly uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll share more updates there, but we are going to ask for you guys to throw in some questions and stuff and we'll answer them, you know, on the video podcast. So we might do that once or twice during the off season. We might even do some podcasts during practices because that's something definitely we've talked about that we want to have more practices so we can, uh, you know, just tighten kind up of the core a little bit, yeah. tighten up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, guys, thanks for coming, uh, making room out of your day to come and uh, do this podcast. Uh, oh, it's, it's always a lot of fun, and uh, I can't wait till uh, the next season to see what else we can share. All right? All right. Hell Talk. yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. See I you guys. Go it. Roots. Vamos Roots. Roots, baby.